All right, we live. I think you heard okay. me. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear you now. I said, when are you going to get this fresh cut? I mean, this is my, this is my recent cut. I got this, like, last week, bro. <laughs> my head just goes fast. Oh, oh word. That's unfortunate. All right. <laughs> we live, we live, we live on the ones and twos. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, tell me, do you want to pray for us before we start? Sure. Lord Jesus, I want to say thank you for today. Thank you for giving us an opportunity on this platform to speak your truth. So right now we ask that your Holy Spirit comes and leads us, and we don't have idea to speak um, from your word. And I pray that everything goes smoothly. We don't have any technology um, issues. But the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Somebody chime out because that was loud. Yeah, that was out of pocket. <laughs> that was out of pocket. All right. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Men of God podcast. This is a fun podcast where we talk about any and everything, and mm-hmm. from the perspective of being both black men and first and foremost, black men of God. Got. 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 So I realized that last time we didn't really like like introduce ourselves. So let's let's do that. Not like on no college. Like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite? like? Nah, like just. <laughs> yeah, talking about freshman icebreakers. <laughs> freshman icebreakers. icebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, my buddy was on day. Who's next? Uh, my name's Jonathan. My name is Wolf 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 Wolf. Yo, Timmy, I'm about to ban you, bro. I'm about to ban you. What's good, Pete Terry? I'm about to ban you, bro. You know. Wait, wait, wait. The podcast just started, bro. Come on now. All right, my name is Timmy. Thank you. What's up? My name is Josh. All right. And we are the cast. So let's get into today's topics. We're going to start off. Well, today's topics, I feel like are going to be a little bit, you know, hard just because of current events and stuff like that. So, um, but first on the docket, <clears throat> we have, um, Teme wanted to do this thing called Heart Check, where after the death of, um, of Toyin, um, I'm, I'm forgetting her last name at the moment. I apologize for that, but she was a Black Lives Matter activist, um, 19 years old, who was staying at a church, um, like for her shelter. And then the man that offered her gave her a ride back after protest day, who ended up sexually assaulting her and then ultimately sadly um, in her life um, later that <clears throat> was found a few days um, earlier. And that sparked a debate both on Twitter and on just like general news about like, you know, us black men trying to protect our black women. But you know, I'm curious, how do y'all think this like ties into um, protecting our our women, but from you know, like that godly lens. Of you know, protecting black women, and just like in general, because you know, I don't think you've or if you've been on Twitter, you can you know say your like say a part like this entire like debate about you know 
rape culture, men not really checking like their brothers, just, you know, yeah. going off with the passing off the, oh, you know, haha, that was like, that was funny. And it's like, nah, it's, it's not cool. It's hurtful, damaging, and like it causes life lasting impacts that they really, I mean, they probably have an idea of what they're doing, but they allow it to continue due to their wanting to not wanting to learn how to end it if that makes sense yeah yeah i feel you i feel you it's also kind of weird for me seeing it because i grew up in a very like woman dominant environment like i'm Mm -hmm. the i'm the eldest of 12 cousins all of whom except for one are all female then so I've grown up like, see, and they're all, you know, brown, obviously, of course. So I've always grown up, you know, having, respecting women, particularly black women as like a default. So when I see things like this, it's like, what would propel you to, what would like propel somebody to do that to not just, you know, another black woman, but, you know, just imagine like, what if that person was your mother or your sister or your cousin or whoever exactly. <clears throat> and like and I hate that and I hate that sometimes it has to go to that because I hate that it takes people putting their own situation into it for them to actually feel like like empathy and actually to empathize but it's true like people don't people don't take things seriously unless it directly impacts them or it directly affects their situation or correlates their, their situation so like, it's like, yeah. And, I, yeah. and I was like, and like to add on to that, I can like add, I also grew up in a very like woman dominated household where I don't want to say like dominated, but like me and my, me and my dad, we were like outnumbered because the only really male that I had aside from my dad in the house was my older cousin. And my older cousin is like 30. So he really like does his own thing right now. But it's like growing up, it was me my dad then it was my aunt my grandma my cousin my sister my mom so it was like it was like two to it was like two to five so it's like literally i heard everything i heard about their struggles i've literally heard what they go through on us like every 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 day for them and it's a fact that when black men go out you have to think like you have a black sister act like it. You got you have a black mom, act like it. You have a black aunt, act like it. Niece, grandma, aunt, it, it literally just goes down the line. And that's what they need to remember when they're treating another, when they're in the presence of another black woman. It's like, if you don't want a black men, oh wow, if you don't want black men to do this to the woman in your life, don't do it to them. It's, it's literally, it's literally as simple as that, but for some reason, something something's not clicking, and they think they could just go all willy nilly. I don't think you saw that video of those black men in I want to say DC that threw um, that black woman into the dumpster and was like laughing. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I, couldn't I was like, to watch that. I was. I see. I had to because I was formulating my opinions on it, and I really wanted to like just te- like tear into that but i was like you know what at at y'all but it's like after that it's like can you like would you want that to happen to 
um, a black woman in your life. No, don't do it. But for some reason, no. Facts, yeah. Like I never understand how like people. Some some guys have be seen talking about. Well, you know, like if I don't, why would I help her? I don't know her. I'm like, bro, what do you mean? Like that's just, this is regular human decency, bro. Like <laughs> this is a female in your community, bro. Just because you don't know her personally, does not mean she shouldn't be protected in any way. Like I feel like it's so foolish in our society in general, bro. And I don't understand why some niggas do that. <laughs> For real, and it's like it's it's such a for me it's such like a weird way to look at it because obviously as a black man I I feel some kind of way about the person who or people that do that that do that to our women in particular mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. on the bigger side especially as a Christian like we talked about last time on episode one the Bible calls us to love and to forgive first before judgment so it's mm-hmm. like so it's it's so weird when you when it's especially happening in your own like sector in your own uh, in, in in your own community and then you have to turn a blind eye to the fact to the fact that you're that you're black and look at it from a Christ-like lens first, which for me, you know, I'll admit it, it's hard because you know I don't necessarily is like it, it's it's hard for me to not think or to not say that that person deserves to be in jail for the rest of their life because of what because of what they did but uh yeah i don't know man it's just super super weird but i I don't know how y'all think about it i was reading um everything i everything i literally get and refer back to is going to be on twitter because it's been it's been a war zone over there yes sir um, it has it has been like (laughs) There, there are like three different wars happening on Twitter. We got, we, we got white supremacy and racism. Mm-hmm. We have black men privilege, and mm-hmm. then I don't. There's like third one. I don't even know, but there's three. But um, there was a dude who really misquoted. Who, he wanted to quote the Bible to help his argument, but he really just ended it into like his own way. He said that. Black woman must submit to black men in order to feel loved, loved and protected. They love using that. I know. Yeah. And, I and then the first thing that I went to is so we're really going to use the Bible right now, really twist and like that. and literally so make much. it so that if it's your own agenda, no. The Bible says that the wife uh, the wife of the men um of the um male must uh, um must submit to him i think i quoted that right time i got it right right yeah yeah and it's like first of all all these people they're not sure they're not going to be they're not going to be your wife one day so are you just saying like in order to feel protected it's like you're just going to go on and like have like i don't know like 50 wives no that's not how it's going to work it's like you you expect as it's going back to the you if you have a black woman in your life like treat them like that like if you go out and if you see someone struggling don't think oh they gotta submit to me in order to feel protected and love nah you gotta just like be a decent person first it's not like at the end of the day it's like 
you can talk about you know black um black men not protecting black women, but it's like be a decent human being first. It's like if you see someone struggling with like their bags, help them. Not because you wanna um not because you want them to be your girlfriend later. And stop like doing things with the with the um with the expected outcome is oh I'm gonna get something out of this because I know that's what a lot of men do. It really helped they expect something in return it's like oh i helped you with your bags you want to go on a date with me no i'm sorry that's not that's honestly, not how it works that's nah. right, again. and like and like i just say like i hate it when people take the bible and twist it like that because it's such like it uh it gets, it gets on my nerves but especially <laughs> that because it's like because it's like when they say wives submit to your husbands they're not saying it's not a it's not a redirection of power in the household or it's, it's not a redirection of power in the relationship it's just it's allowing the man of the house to be the head but the female also has responsibility to be the neck and without either none can survive it's it, it's literally telling people to be codependent on one another to make, make the relationship work so that's number one and i did see that tweet they, they they're talking about too but then it also begs the question it's like what what kind of like what kind of mindset do you walk around in the world where that's like your default? Like I won't pay this woman any attention unless she submits to me, but unless she like, you know, learns her place, quote unquote. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's um and then um I feel like because um John uh, sent that video in the in the group chat about about the black male privilege thing, I feel like that may have a may have something to do with it too because we it's 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 uh it's, it's harder for us to understand because we don't walk around in the shoes of a black woman like yeah. women in general already have it rough because they walk around with the constant fear that something may happen to them as mm-hmm. do you know as do black men but the th- but the threshold for them is way deeper because you know, there's like rape and sexual assault and things like that, that can be traumatizing enough to lead somebody down to like a very, very destructive path. You know, for us, we, we might get profiled, we might get shot at, we might get whatever, but it's an entirely, it's an entirely different lens when any male that, when any male that you, they, that you come in contact with has the potential to do that to you, which we don't walk around with that. So for us, it's like, oh, well, you know, if you were just, you know, if you were wearing that skirt or if you weren't doing this or you weren't doing that, or like if you weren't so curvy or whatever, then you know, that wouldn't have happened to you. But oh, they can blame which, is, which is foolish, yeah. I don't know what they do yeah, here. Career. Yeah, that's like, that's like mad, mad childish. Um, yeah, I mean, but in that video, my fuck Oh. No, no, you good, you got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in that video, I mean, like, I was watching because, like, I had that same standpoint because if you, if I only based my experience off Twitter, I would disagree with the entire thing because I was like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, we get arrested more, da-da-da, this and that. So I'm like, you know what? Let me do some more research on the situation, right? So I watched the video. Then I'm like, ah, okay, so that's what he meant by black male privilege because um, basically, like, when he asked the question, like, do you ever walk outside and be a fear of sexually assaulted? I'm like, nah. You know, I just have to walk outside and do me. So, you know, it's like women are going through, like, two different battles like of course go to racism like we do and then you have to deal with like certain men out there that might be like preying on them as well so they have like a a double like it's predators basically out there compared to us have like never as much 
And the yeah. worst part about it is the fact that you both are right. Like black women literally fight so many multiple battles. Mm. And the fact that it's like black men, while we do have to live in constant fear of, you know, police and cops, it's that for black women, they have to live in fear of policemen as well as men and what really hurts is men within their own community because mm-hmm. it's like it's one thing to you know have like i mean see they're both wrong but it's worse when it comes for your own community because mm-hmm. it's like that's a community that's supposed to like uplift you like help you when you're down it's like but uh look at black men and be and be like you know what he might have the potential to you know attack me sexual assault me rape me even kill me it is i feel like what's driving it home to them and that's why they're like i don't want to say that's why they are the way that they are now but they're a lot more they're, they're cautious they're more cautious than we are it's like we could just walk out and be like oh okay like we can go to bathroom at clubs by ourselves we mm. can we can like yeah, yeah we can jog by ourselves i'm not saying you know because we're black you don't want to jog you know right park, you right know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we if if we really wanted to we could do that without fear but because of the society that we are in now and the fact in the world where men and they have power over what happens that's that's what that's why we are the way that we are now and we also have to talk and we also have to take into account you know rape um like rape apologists and people who as you said earlier they're like oh you know she was she was this she was that you know mm-hmm. she had a comment she was she was looking at me like this it's like nah like bro now it works like friends you're there stop like stop them it's like come on now i have a younger sister i wouldn't want that to happen so you know think about the people in your family and would you want that to happen to your sister literally exactly Exactly. and it's like we we i feel like a part of that too is also like how sex drives so much of our culture and how sex has been perverted obviously from you know its original purpose um in the bible and all that but also because you know uh men are are brought up a certain way to like know how to conquer quote-unquote conquer uh uh women in both all in like black women white women any kind of women like I, i don't know if you guys know when vine was hot and it would like and it'd be like King Batch or Daystorm, and they'd be like, and it'd be like, yo, if she does this, she wants to do like, like you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, um, but there's so many of us that are brought up like that, where it's like, you know, if a girl, you know, double texts you, then you know that she wants it, or if a girl looks at you a certain way, that she wants it, or if a girl does this, that, whatever, then she wants it. But, but so, so many of us take that to heart, and then we grow up for like twenty something. And still, rely, and then still relying on those same rules, that when those rules don't work out, 
and you know a girl is like no i'm sorry i'm not interested in you or whatever then we got all mad and we're like yeah when you go back you up and then for those of us that are less emotionally mature we take that and internalize it and then take it out in the form of of, um, of violence like with sexual assault and rape and things like that or or in worst cases death like what happened with um Victoria. but i do feel like a lot of it has to do with how we bring up our kids and how we bring up our um and how we bring up our, our young black men because they're being exposed to not just that but also you know like BET and all that at, like since the age of like four mm-hmm. that forces these that forces these hypersexual images and force and like shows all these images of men um especially especially black men that go up in the club and like you know take whoever they want and like you know have sex, have sex with whoever they want and, and those things and that kind of nature then it then it can lead them down that exact same path where they're operating under a false mindset yeah that video also spoke about how like it's popularized in our um in our culture that like it, it can be like the baddest female but like don't even dare just let's hit it and just leave you feel me like they don't like it's popularized to not not show respect to females as human beings they show them as like objects for mental pleasure for pleasure basically it's been popularized for, for like years now for like rappers my music videos and like even comedians here and there so it's, it's also another way of like that you know since it's such a popular thing now people think being toxic is just a a, a regular thing that we should all be, you know, that it shouldn't be yeah, yeah. pushed. Yeah, because I think like um, it's it's one thing to like say don't do this because it's bad, and it's another thing to say don't do this because it hurts you. So it's like even those who do it, they get affected by it. So it's like saying this not only puts you in a position of, like don't do this because you're hurting people. Well, don't do it because this will hurt you as well this thing will come back and bite you in the butt one day this thing will come back like you can imagine how this man had felt when he's his sins have been exposed and he's like dang i messed mm-hmm. up so it's like bro this is why um this issues like this are talked about because one day it will come back and it will bite you one day it will come back and it will come for you and then you realize that you messed up and then oh you do you try to correct it and mess up even more than you you have done initially for real and then it's like if you want to talk about like uh free will this is exactly like what the bible talks about when it talks about free will because i feel like oftentimes people get that argument like contrived because they think oh well you know if god knows everything he made everything then how do i have free will because you have the free will to choose righteousness or to choose uh sin that's that's where the free will is it's it's you have the will to choose to follow jesus and to mold yourself into the form and right and righteous model of jesus or you can follow the world and what you've been brought up in and like teme said so often we try to like correct our situations without the proper form of repentance like like only only through repenting to Jesus can our sins truly be wiped away and never come back to bite us again. But yeah. when you but when you operate in the world, when you operate in how the world will correct mistakes, then those sins never go away. And that guy that, that killed Toy is probably looking at this like, you know, man, I wish that I never did that, or, you know, just things like that. It's um 
but that's but that 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 leads to a good discussion that I was talking about, like that whole thing about free will, because people oftentimes get that kind of mixed up. See, it leads to a good discussion about it, but it also brings up you shouldn't have to take or shouldn't have to come to you realizing after the fact that oh this was a big mistake because I know the consequences. Nah, it, it should have already been oh it should already been a thought in your head before you did it, so you shouldn't do it. And that goes back to the point of, you know, being a decent human being, being a decent black um black male in society, cause it's like it honestly, it really does not take so much willpower to say no to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like if a woman yeah. says no, bro, take it as that. <clears throat> do not persuade. Do not try and be like, oh, well, what if the circumstances now? Nah, the circumstances are right now, and the circumstances said no. It's like there's mm-hmm. there's no if and or buts. There's no, oh, you know, what if I was this or what if I was that? It's all like the what ifs and the what about it or the what about isms. It's like it. All those ended as soon as she said no. And it doesn't have to be no with the period. It's just no. Like, don't do it. Even if you, like, even if you are, like, you know, best friends, nah, don't try and use your friend card as a, oh, after all we've been through. Because, like, the worst yeah. thing yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the worst thing is manipulation. Because it's, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, men are some truly manipulating people. I have seen it time and time again throughout the experiences that I've heard from, that my sister have told me, that my cousin has told me, that my aunt has told me, it, it just like brings to, it just cements the fact that it's like, is it, it's not, it, in kindergarten, you learned how to, you learned what the term no meant. Mm-hmm. Like they literally, in kindergarten, it's one of the first things that you learned and that you literally own. And to be able to not say no, I mean, to be able to not, like recognize what the term no means in that circumstance it's just it, it's it's unacceptable unexcusable if you even try and defend that you're literally just as bad as the person who committed that crime because yep. you literally sat there and watched it happen yep it's like, it's like it's like we it's like we say right now silence is violence literally if you're if you're in the club or at a park or at an event and you see something going down and you literally just stand there and be like, that's a nice cloud over there. Nah. <laughs> it's like, no, like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't fly. And when, if you hear about it, I guarantee you nine times out of 10, if you're a good person, you, hey, I should have done something to stop it. Well, guess what? You didn't because you're using your black male privilege in that area it just exists without the repercussions of oh if I if I don't do anything nothing's gonna happen to me I can go home go back to my bed and I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Someone wasn't all right because of what because you didn't want to speak up and then the person that did it well you already know what's going to happen to them like they're going to get exposed but it's like and then there was a graph going around about like like the amount of rapists rapists that are charged and then rapists that are convicted. Mm-hmm. So, and I've seen like a lot of people, it doesn't have to be all black men, but 
a lot of men in general say, oh, well, you know, what if she lied about her? Or what if that is like, it's it's in their nature already to make up excuses and to not believe what like what they're talking about because they have it all wrapped up in their head it's like oh well if this person if one person lied right now then they're gonna lie again it's like nah newsflash so many other women have had this issue happen to them and are scared to speak up because of what you're doing right now and even in the black community that's a that's a huge aspect because it's like we black men operate. It's like, oh well, you know, she was she was this, and she she did this in the past, so maybe she deserved it now. It's like, no, it. I'm sorry, that that graph is just like it's proving you wrong, but you don't want to admit it. And not to not to be like you know, y'all out, but it's like in the in like right now, um, women like to be called woman instead of instead of female because it sounds like they're like you know having like a being called like a species so it's like it's it's like i went to morehouse that's how that's how i know this because like um thelman they really like they really let you know like they let you know so yeah just don't have to yeah my bad (laughs) any women that are watching the podcast right now don't cancel us please (laughs) (laughs) Um, can we talk about one of the one of like this is like a very misquoted verse um matthew 7 12 go on to others what you want on this go on to you what do you take what's your take on that Uh, what's the verse again you cut out for a second matthew Matthew 7 12 do unto others what you want the others to do unto you i feel like you know that, it's like that goes along with society's quote unquote quote unquote treat others as you want to be treated that's their version of it without actually you know quoting the bible because you know <laughs> you know how some people are you know they want to read the read the bible like that but you want the others as they would do unto you is a really it's a really good um like verse especially for everything that's happening right now in this country but when it comes to this, I want to say it's like, it's not, it's not me. It's more of like, how would I want to treat a black woman? Like I would want a black male to treat, a black man to treat my sister. Cause it's like, I'm not, I'm not the one that's being, that's being affected by this it's black women that are being affected by this. So every time my sister goes out, like what is, what's in me and my father's head is, all right, like, is she gonna be okay? Are her friends gonna protect her? Are there gonna be any any men that are gonna try and do something to her? That's what we think about because that's what we fear because of this current climate. So whenever I go out, I use that verse, but I apply it to if I see a if I see a black woman out on the street or at a party, would I treat her the same way that I would want another black male to treat my sister? So I always go through it with that outlook because if something happened to my sister, I'm telling you, I'd be flipping tables and throwing chairs. Like I would 
like that 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 wouldn't fly with me so it's like it's a very as again it's a very simple concept but it's a concept and it's a verse that some people don't abide by or don't listen to or just don't even want to hear it yeah Facts. it's like um it's like people like to cherry pick verses a lot especially when you look at modern like white evangelists uh, uh, like that that modern white evangelist form of Christianity that a lot of America operates under and like they'll pick the verse that says like you know wives submit to your husbands flip that but then not abide by um, the, the verses that Temme just said like people like to chapin verses which leads to this like this like weird conglomerate of christianity that we operate on today but i mean it's it's a pretty simple verse more deep i guess it just essentially boils down to the two most principles of being you know a christian which is love god and love others which when you operate under those two laws those those verses in Matthew automatically become, you know, ingrained into your head without you, you having to reference it or think about it. Yeah, and I think like the verse is very misquoted because a lot of people will flip that and be like, "I'll do to others what others do to me." And exactly. it's like, but it has called you to do to others what you want others to do to you. So it's like. Um, back to what you said, love God, love people. So it's like, man, even if people don't treat me this way, I'll do unto people what I would, I would expect to receive. Like, so if I was in this person's shoe, how would, um, how would I expect someone to treat me? That's how I'm going to treat this person. So I think like, it's very important to like, know that, like, man, I'm not going to treat you because I'm not going to treat you this way because um, that's the way someone else treated me. So I'm going to do it to you because someone else did it to me. But it's like, I'm doing this to you because I expect that if I was in your shoes, I expect someone else to treat me this certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Um, yeah, man. Just And it's also weird because I see a lot of these think pieces on Instagram that are like, you know, 10 ways to love a black woman, like 10 ways to be nice to a black woman. Like, do, do, do y'all really need that? Like, all right. Yeah, I don't know see, why you need that, bro. Let's be. <laughs> like, why do you need that? Like, why do you need somebody else to, t to tell you how to treat somebody nice? Like, you, you learn, like, you learn that in like kindergarten when you're like four. See, um, when I saw that, I'm not gonna lie, I put it up there. I was like, I literally put it on my story because it's, it shouldn't, as I said, it shouldn't be something that needs to be said, but some people need to hear it or read it. And that's what's sad. And that's why I did it. But I'm not going to lie. When I saw it the first time, I literally laughed. It's like, I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, bro, this are you topic? so calling as a society, <laughs> as a gender, and as humans, that we literally have to have black women 
type out something like it's a syllabus for us to study like it's gonna be a test next week mm-hmm. it's like no <clears throat> it's like it, it shouldn't it, it really shouldn't be like that but because some majority because there's a lot of people out there that have the same mindset as each other like oh I see this I see this um, woman I'm gonna go pray on her it's like the reason they have that mindset is because it's like they weren't corrected they weren't told by their friends to say no they weren't they weren't kept in check so the reason they have to tell this out is like it's it's literally a combination of all those things into one they're sick of it they're tired of it and they're ready for black men to hold black men accountable and that's the point that we're at now and while i'm on that topic let's talk about the let's talk about the word simp real quick <laughs> overused and uh, used incorrectly <laughs> all the time bro Golly. let's talk about let's talk about that word because we are so men in general I feel like it was I feel like it was created just, just for this job because let you defend a woman in general you're a simp but, uh, not, not just black men men in general be like oh man. I use simpness and it's like so because I'm a decent human being and because I have a sister that I want to be treated right because I have an aunt an, like a niece a grandmother that wherever they go, I want them to be treated right. I'm a simp. Okay, that shows me where your values are at. See? And it's like every time I'm under, every time I'm under a Twitter thing, and I see someone defending it, and it was like, oh, like this. But then again, there's also like the term, like the good guys who only do it because they want to say, oh, see, I'm a nice. good guy. I did this, so. Tough. It was my teacher oil that I used to make my room smell. Um but yeah, like going back to it, it's like every time I see that, I'm just like, alright, uh, no, no, no. The good like the good guys. It's like they will use that as I'm like, oh I'm a good guy. I did this. We should go out sometime. No, that's also wrong. So it's mm-hmm. like and have like it's like they've literally warped things so badly that it's either you're trying to be a good guy or you're trying to be a simp in their eyes and then you're and then they're trying to be the good guy so that they can go out or have a chance with the woman that they're trying to like they're interested in and it's like I don't know it's at this point. Yeah, bro. Yo. To... Yeah. Go ahead, Timmy. No, I said, like, I think this goes back to, like, heart <clears throat> check. Like, where, what are your intentions? Are you intent, mm-hmm. right? Or right. are they something else? You could be doing a good thing with the wrong intentions, and it might look good before people's eyes, but the intentions, the, the heart is really evil. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, bro, because, like, slipping is literally, like, you're being kindness in order to get 
some punani bro like it's not being conscious to be kind like being a decent I, human being <laughs> being a decent human being is not me you know what bro <laughs> what's the word what's the word support alright what you want me to say bro what you want me to say yo it's many different names bro it's like it's many different yo, names yo, I, I can pick something yo yo um dang dang what's that mean like on twitter where the dude has a sunglasses and he's like Please, can you please spare some coochie, man? Like, spare some coochie, man. That one, yo. It's like, how does simple? Like, that's. Hmm? What Like, like, um, like, like, okay, so, so here's the thing with simping. Simping is, it's, it's like you said, it's being overly nice to try to get to the draws. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the weird thing is that, People, like Josh said, they mistake nice guys for simps, which then leads, which then leads the nice guys to, to try and become the more like, like Dickhead. thuggish, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's like, it, see, that's not like you you got on a point, but it's like no, that doesn't mean nice guys are trying to turn like that. It's like the term nice guy is a term because when people are trying to because they have the expect they have the image that girls I mean that women only date like you know like the bad boy type in their eyes because that's what they've been told through the songs and through the movies and through social yeah. media mm-hmm. they say oh look at me I'm such a nice guy that I do this so this is why you should do this and they're intentionally making themselves seem like they're the nice guy when really they have it's like i feel like nice guy and simp they kind of coincide mm. but they don't at the same time that, that was always kind of they like, it's like they both have sort of like same agenda which is i'm gonna make myself seem a certain way in order to please the woman that I have affection for on Twitter, but what they're doing is it's making it harder for the people that are actually trying, it's making it harder for the men that are trying to correct other men by like saying, yo, you need to check yourself and then under comments and then the people will be like, oh bro, why are you such a simp? And it's like, no man, I'm actually about this. I don't know what you want to do but i'm out here trying to make the world a better place and to you know protect black women and the fact that you see protecting black women and protecting women in general as simping is wild yeah bro like people take like like people take future's lyrics to heart and it's kind of and it's, bro, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of, no, it's kind of scary, bro. I'm gonna say right now, future. If, you, if someone's watching, it, I'm sorry, but future is one of the worst artists in this timeline right now. I'm not saying his mute, his music and beats are bad. His lyrics are just trash. Okay. And okay. It's, like, sure. it's like men, they 
feed off of that. And I, whenever you see a uh, future drop a new album, the memes on Twitter, you'll see Bro, the the Twitter. Oh, my toxic masculinity is rising. Toxic king. You know that so y'all seen Aladdin, right? Yeah. Aladdin? So you know that so you know that so you know that gif of the, the genie when his cuffs are coming off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like my toxic masculinity is being uh, is being released. And it's like <laughs> and it's like bro, look at what you're look at what you're doing. And oh my gosh. I'm gonna say it right now. There's a reason Sierra or C- Sierra Sierra she chose yeah. Russell Wilson over Future. I mean, yeah, like no one's. I mean, yeah, like, of like nobody's nobody's trying to trying to say that Future's a good guy. Like Future's a terrible I, person. You already know, you already, you already know Future's not a good guy. Russell <laughs> Wilson is literally everything that every Christian man should hope to be. Best. I'm gonna tell you that one right of, now. One of the one of the many examples. One of the many examples that, that we have. What you said? I said he he he's one of the many examples that and we he's, have. Okay, yeah, he's not like he, I'm not gonna say like he's the he's best. He's not me, but yeah. Like a high pedestal, but like he's one of like the main figures is that people should like really understand and really look up to because like he really he really changed himself. He wasn't doing like all of all of this he literally treats everyone like with like respect he really abides by the bible and everything that like it is a part of and it's a part of him and if you live like that that is one of the main things that you know god will reward those who listen to him and i feel like russell wilson has literally been like rewarded and then some because of the mm-hmm. life that he's living now and the family that he has now like I don't, there's literally nothing wrong with his family, to my understanding. We don't know like what goes on inside the house, but like to the outside, it's really the perfect picture. But um, going back to that, it's like future and his like words and his lyrics literally drive like a rift because they're all about oh, you know, she did this. Treat so her like I'm garbage. Gonna... That's literally one of his verses, yo. And it's literally going back to what Tammy said, like do unto others as you would have done unto you. And it's like it you're literally taking that and throwing it in the trash is what you're saying by your lyrics. And you know yeah, future it's like <laughs> mm, Yeah, I get I'm it. sorry. I get it. But, but you know, check this out, right? You know, that is the person who feeds off the lyrics. It's everybody who feeds off of the lyrics. And this is why you find it hard to find men who are good because it's an image that has been built up where it's like every man has this toxic masculinity. So it's like, even in the um, head of women, they have this image of men. It's like, men are bad. So it's like lyrics like that, when they put them out there, it's like everybody feeds off of them. And even while you are being a good person, people can view you a certain way. A woman can view you a certain way and say, mm-hmm. man, you're trash. So it's like, I think this is where like the Bible comes in and tells us like, do not grow weary of doing good. Um, this is Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary of doing good for in due time, um, you will reap if you don't lose um, heart. Also in 1 Peter 2, uh, what's that first? 1 Peter 2, 15, for it's the will of God 
that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. So it's like, man, people would have a false image of you because of the things that are going on, because of what past experiences, but it's like, do not grow wary of doing good. Just keep doing good. Like, even if they call you a simp, if they call your own man's name, it's like, just keep on doing good. Because in due time, like, people like to see and like, you get to silence the ignorance of men because of um, you have, we're following God's will because you were doing good before God's um, sighting. And then that's also, yeah. that's also a huge topic is that people really, they want society's approval before like, you know, like <laughs> God's approval. Yep. And it's literally the fact that it's like, okay, so if society wants me to act this way because of things that are happening now i'm gonna act this way instead of how god wants me to act and that's where a lot of people lose sight and they lose sight of themselves and they lose sight of who they're becoming and that's what leads them to just like throw away all um all sense of like all sense of self like bro i'm literally no excuse for like not giving them anything to like fall back on it's like bro like if you are like if you're if you're a rapist like you're a rapist like you did that you did that at the end of the day you got no one to blame for your actions but yourself if you kill someone you kill them it's like you can't go back and say oh you know i only raped her because or like, i only killed her because. do you know how dumb that sounds that's literally like that's literally like shooting someone on a camera like on on surveillance and then looking to your lawyer and be like, I didn't shoot no one. Like, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's what these cops be saying. Though. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, you cannot blame anyone for your actions but yourself. And again, like for the people that, that stand by, it's like, you can't say, oh, you know, this person forced me not to help her. Or my friend said, oh, you know, let her go. She deserves it. And it's like, nah, like, if those are your friends, those aren't your friends. Get new friends. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like the, um, it's like the company that you keep matters. And, like, just the people who are in your, like, in your circle that help you with your actions they matter if they're encouraging you if you're if your bros are encouraging you and say oh yo bro like go you see that girl over there go go do this now like the next day delete from facebook delete from instagram delete from twitter delete from snapchat and delete from contacts it's like you gotta you gotta throw up the eggs they they they're not friends and it's like i feel like at the end of the day that is literally all that women are asking for is to is to literally keep people accountable because it has been a long a long thing in the black community of black men turning a blind eye just because you ever just see because. you ever seen that yes. meme where it's like what if you do if your man's cheating and all the guys is like i ain't see a thing or they all acting blind when they with the man is cheating on the girl exactly. <laughs> i'm like you're wild exactly. <laughs> if your friends encourage cheating it's like bro what? First of all, you're dumb for even like thinking about cheating. And two, your friend they're not your friends if they're like, I I ain't seen nothing, bro. You do you know what you're doing? Do you know what do you know what like, like long lasting impacts that has on someone? And, and, um, and uh 
to go back to Tennis point real quick though about like that's what I'm forgetting the verse right now so forgive me but that's what the verse in Romans talks about where it says if you confess with your heart and your and your mouth that Jesus is Lord you will be saved etc cetera, etc cetera. but when it says heart and mouth the two can't be separate like mm-hmm. your mouth and your heart are directly are directly you know correlated you can't believe that Christ is Lord in your heart and then be mouthing off you know saying you know well I believe in God but not like or you know you can't be saying those things but on the contrary you can't say Christ is Lord in your mouth but not be, but not be willing to change your heart for him at the same time the two are are, are the two are mutually exclusive so you have to adjust not even just what you listen to but just the things that you allow to influence you the things you allow in your heart to move you to, to better fit, you know, Christ's principles and Christ uh, and his values as well. And then mm-hmm. to Josh's point about about uh, like cheating, like first of all, cheating is trash. Like if like I I, ne- I never got why Viners would always talk about like you no know, when your girl looks through your phone and like uh, what's that one Vine where the dude is on the ground and he like, rises up like this? You guys seen that? You know what I'm talking about? I, I probably like, have, but I forgot. So, Loki, I ain't gonna hold you. So it's like, <laughs> dude is dead, right? And, and then he's on the ground, and this girl's like, morning. she's like, oh my God. And she goes for a stone, and he rises up like, shh. And, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it's funny. But at the same time, it's like, especially especially when, when we were kids, and when Vine was hot when we were kids, and like, we were, I mean, Thankfully, we like know Christ and all that to know not to do that. But for those that are less, uh, that are less like fortified in the spirit, and for those that are more easily influenced, they could lead that to be just like, oh, I cheated, but you know, it's a normal thing, whatever. Or like we're talking about the, the future, mm-hmm. take those those lyrics and stuff, and then just you know internalize it. So I do, but. I do also agree with Josh though that that's really all that women are in in my in my opinion, based off what I've seen in my Instagram, talking to my friends that are female or women, sorry. Oh god, sorry. I'm talking to people, uh, women that I know talking to my mother, things like that. All they really want is just for black men to hold other black men accountable in 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 all aspects. And, you know, of course there's policies and there's, you know, uh, judgment and things like that that should be done, but those wouldn't reach those stages if we held if we held each other accountable, or if or if like Josh said, we just helped help them if they were in need. Mm-hmm. That's, like it's that. not like just like open them where they're in need. It's just it's just like being a good person. Like if I don't even know how to like explain it, but it's like if you see something like literally. If you see like a black, uh, maybe it is in need, but it's like, it shouldn't have to be when they're in need. It's like, black women should feel protected just just to feel protected. It's like, there shouldn't have to be any, you know, like, circumstance where they're feeling, where they need to be protected. They should already feel protected. Like someone's going to come to the rescue or not like, or help them when they're like, in, all right, maybe it is a need, but it's like I was I was trying to like I was trying to like think of things things like cause it's like 
if you look on Twitter and if you look at like some like the threads that are going, they're like, oh, why should I do this? I don't know her like this. Or right. why should I do this just because she wants to do this? She made that decision to do this. Um, said that. And it's like, oh, do you hear yourself? It's like, do you, it's like, do you hear what, like the words that are coming out of your mouth? Because I don't think you do. <laughs> it, it's literally straight foolishness what you're speaking. That's what I'm saying. Straight it's foolishness. It's like, so... It's like, it's literally like, are you really gonna, it's like, if your mom asked you to do something, would you really question your mom? Are you no. going to question your mom? No, because she, like, she, she beat me up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like it has to be like in that, but it's like, don't question helping out women in general and especially black women, just do it. It's like, uh, it's, it's like little, it's like little Nike thing. Just do it, bro. Just do it. Just help. Yes, sir. For real, for real. That's facts. That's what it is. So, for all the black men watching, please protect your sisters, your mothers, your cousins, black women in general. You need to do better. Yeah, even like even even your, even your wives. It don't stop after marriage. Even your wife. Don't stop after marriage. Keep going. Stop after it marriage. Keep going. It'll it'll work as hard after that. But um. Rest in peace to to Toyin and any other black woman that's been affected by this night. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna move on to next topic, which is there was hey, is he is he cutting off for y'all or is it just me? Uh he cut off. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, yeah, yeah, I day, bro. We gotta bring this man back. Oh, how, how, how's life? How's life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you. I'm, I'm assuming you was gonna talk about the J. Cole no name situation. I believe. That, that's my guess. Oh, that's what. That's exactly what he was about to talk about. Yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, let me just wait. Is he good, yo? Hold on. My man's frozen like frozen. Yo, he, he he's always going through it. He said, "Where uh, is <laughs> my super two? <laughs> hey, you you back, bro? You back? You good? You still look like Terminator, my guy. Are you good? Like, All right, so I think Are y'all good now? Yeah, okay, I, I see. Yeah, you like, good. Repeat like a couple of seconds because we couldn't hear you. Yeah, we couldn't hear you, bro. What's good, you, George? Or Oregano? <laughs> still gone. No, on the bluff. That was a response to No Name pretty much tweeting oh, okay. you know, the top that. conscious voices in, like the top conscious voices in hip hop aren't really saying anything. Mm-hmm. And then J. Cole dropped, dropped, dropped a song pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yo, he's and, cutting out. Uh, and Twitter did not take kind to that at all. People are trying to cancel Cole. And it's not a good look. But here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Cole should should be smart enough to know that this is not the climate for you to be It was ill times. For you to be criticizing another black woman. One 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 who was who was He wasn't even criticizing arguably more this I, I mean on the lowest think, of keys he he was a little bit he, he critic- he, he was he was only saying go ahead bro go ahead they have like i'm not gonna see here's the thing 
it's like as a society we are so out of like out of tune with what the other like what like the and i don't want to say other side because it makes it seem so divided but legit that's what it seems like because it's like there's always like two sides going at it there's really like no unity and no one willing to you know hear them out and listen to the side so it's always been like for twitter it's always been the tale of like two sides you know black men on one side black women on the other side and then it was never a gender thing bro white men on the other side because no one really wants to you know figure out what they're saying and i'm not gonna lie he what it did seem it did seem like he had a little bit of criticism in there that got blown out of proportion due to the current climate that we're in now but it was definitely, it was definitely criticism, nonetheless. Okay, so basically how I see it, right, he's basically only saying that, like, attacking him, right, knowing that Sandy's not doing enough, even though he himself feels that same way, she could could have been um, brought towards him in a different way of saying it, feel me, instead of just directly attacking her, uh, attacking people like him, like him and Kendrick, which really didn't make sense, because, like, first off, why you need validation from Twitter, from these two artists, when they talk about this through the discography and do this through actions? Which, like, another thing I was going to talk about is, like, why you need values for people on, on a tweet? What is a tweet going to do? You feel me? Like, at, at most, it's just going to say, yeah, I, I also care. As if you need to ask if they care or not. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you're saying, that, like, yo, like, I'm doing, I try to do my own thing. And then, you know, in that bar, we talk about, okay, my IQ is average. I got a college degree. He's like, when did I become this, like, this voice, this Malcolm X type person? And I'm just, I'm just like, yo, you know? And then, like, he's just saying that, like, if I, I, I could do more. That's what he's saying in, in the songs. I could do more. It could be brought tourism in a different aspect. That's why like, I didn't even see anything wrong. It, it seems to make sense to me. But people people saw the, the tone line. It was like, he's saying that black woman got an aggressive tone and that uh, you should be quiet. It's like, that's not what he was saying at all. But, like, but that's how I see it. See, and there's, and there's see, also and there's also the thing that it's one, it's another thing to say what he's it's like in this turn in this like day and age i feel and in these circumstances i feel like rappers gotta take cause to pause and really think about their message before they put it out there because they have such a big platform mm-hmm. that people are literally going to like literally eat up whatever they say we already talked about you know future and his fan base and how they react it's kind of like mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same thing because what Jake, what like the criticism that I, that it was mentioned in his song is something that even though he didn't I, see, I don't, I didn't, we don't know what he meant. Only he knows what he meant by what he said. But there are men. That take what he said into account and have by and are living by that. So, one so women, they're on, they're literally going off of what they've what they've heard, what they've seen, and what they've witnessed. Because just that one little bar or section that he said, there have been countless of black women who have been hurt by that. Like, oh. I forgot what the verse was, but so many of them get told that I'll pull it up. by black men that it's literally a 
like it's it's the first thing that probably black men will say to them and they've had enough and that's why they reacted to the way they did yeah i also feel like so, i feel like uh i'm oh, sorry to tell me, but um i also do feel like j cole should have been wise enough to like read the climate and I don't think he had any ill intent behind what he was saying. I don't think he was trying to comfort anybody. I don't think he was trying to do whatever. But even if even if he was responding to no name, the climate right now is so hot, people would have seen that as a diss, which, you know, honestly, I, I don't think based off of Cole's like, you know, uh, rep, uh, reputation and all that kind of stuff and the music he's made and the art that he's made and the things he stood for, I don't think he's that kind of person to to put down a black woman. However, I do feel like he has a whole song called "Folding Clothes" that uplifts black women, bro. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But but I do feel like this was a blind spot for him, where he, you know, there's a lot of the of the deep seated trauma that black women are going through or have gone through in the past is starting to resurface now. So any mm-hmm. type of so. Even if what Cole said was was a response to No Name, but not necessarily a criticism of No Name, it still was read as a criticism. And then somehow Kendrick got left. Kendrick got left. left, left, left into that. Bro, I, don't even I know saw that. I was like, I'm about to just turn it out, like, bro. <laughs> complexion? He made a complexion. And y'all the black is a berry, bro. I'm saying, like, how do y'all y'all need a tweet? To know this man's been talking about it for five for years, bro. You need a tweet to validate that, bro. I'm like, yo, were you were y'all there when Two Pepper Butterfly came out? Like, yo, y'all, 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 what do you mean? That's where's Kendrick at? Why isn't he um, protesting, bro? He has a whole daughter, bro. Did y'all forget about that? Like, he's not even on social media like that. He hasn't tweeted in like six months, bro. So what? What do you like? What are y'all looking for, bro? <laughs> Nothing. And I feel like in in this in this climate, especially this climate. People are really looking for the people who they support to like, um, like to come out. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that they haven't come out, but people. The reason why we're being so critical about in this in this right in this circumstance right now, being so critical about the industry, really being silent on Twitter, is and in the protest. It's because so much of what we're, what black women and black men are being stereotyped as is literally due to rap music of the past. And although mm-hmm. it's, I want to say it's changing and then I want to say it's not at the same time. Because you have artists who are realizing, okay, you've hurt black women by really doing, by really doing this aspect, really, you know, picking, picking light-skinned women over dark-skinned um, women for Colors. the music wow. videos. Mm-hmm. And really talking about, oh, you know, like have sex with her one night and then toss her to the side the next and how many bodies do we have in like the music videos and whatnot and the songs and the lyrics so that's why the protest they're like okay so the industry has been doing this 
now they want to be silent in the middle of the protest. And again, we don't know if they're being silent or not. We know what we see and what we see is silence on Twitter and lack of statements by, by artists and music producers. Some artists have spoken up, some producers have spoken up, but the majority hasn't. And that's what people are looking at is the majority because small voices can only do like so much, but if like all of the rap industry spoke up and like all of the producers spoke up, it'll be a lot more weight than just like five or six with like, I don't know, um, I don't know, like two, two or three million followers. It'd be, it's like, it's a big deal, but it'd be a bigger deal if they did that. That's one. And then the second is in the term and like the sense of what just happened to, um, I keep my finger. To, um, Tolan, right? That's how you pronounce it. Um, Atoyan. Yes, yes. Tolan. Oh my, my, my bad. But um, yeah. But like, what happened with what happened with her? A woman have also realized. Okay, it's like you know, the disrespect that they have been shown in not only the music industry, but the te- but the television industry, the movie industry. It's uh, Malcolm X said it best. It's like the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. And when I was young, my dad told me that. And because I was so young, I really did not realize how much, how like the weight of those words. But it's like, as I, as I grew up and I'm at the point where I am now, those words could not be any more true. Literally. Oh, I'm telling you, the chat said, why are you not speaking? Oh, I was about to say something. Oh, okay. I've been trying to talk. You guys have been talking, so I was like, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> but go ahead, but go ahead, bro. <laughs> I think the question that I want to ask is, who do you think was right in that situation? Because honestly, I don't think anyone was right. Yeah, I say neither. Yeah, the reason why the reason why I say because... neither is oh go ahead oh I say it first but the reason I say neither is oh, yeah. like yeah like Jacob he could educate himself at the same time he doesn't need someone to educate him so like he's he's grown enough to do that and he also could have put the attention to making yes. the song into something else so I get that side of the argument but at the same time like no name like attacking someone doesn't help the situation it causes more division which is why she had to leave the tweet in the first place because what she did just caused more problems it didn't help the community in any way shape or form you could have easily said the same message differently and none of this could have happened so it, it's really both of them is just. This could have all been avoided. You could even hit him up on a phone call if you really needed to. But like, it's gonna be avoided. Facts, facts, facts. And nobody wrong because, well, Cole, uh, like you said, he can educate himself. Isn't need anybody to like Cole? Cole literally said in the song or in the tweets, "I don't read." Right. Like, whose fault is that? Go read a book. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he rich. Yeah. Go buy. Go buy a book. And and then he also he also didn't read the room either and said all that stuff about and like anger and cause a lot of division but then no name was also in the wrong too i feel like because while i do agree with josh that having those voices to speak about it on twitter will do something actions speak louder than words at, at, um, at the end of the day and i feel like you know colin kendrick for at least going to the protest and talking with people about the issues for, for, for people who are as big star-wise as they are, for them to continue to be rooted in the community, that's, that that speaks more than a tweet saying, hashtag, um, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Or a black box. Like, like, 
Kanye donated two mil to George Floyd's family and set up a college fund for his daughter or mm-hmm. yeah, for his daughter and said nothing. Not a word. That's more impactful than him putting up a tweet at the end of the day. So really nobody won, but I mean, it doesn't, I don't feel like it matters now because they both know their like, because because they both, they both, they both, they both know the errors, errors are going to win. It also has to deal with the fact that, um, what was I about to, um, I mean, I feel like a lot, I just lost my train of thought. You know what, go, go on, it'll come back to me. <laughs> I, I'm actually mad, hold up. No, nope, I got it back. Oh, nope, cool. all right, see? And, um, and stuff like this, no one, no one won. It's like, you could have no like one. debate after debate saying like, it's like, who won? You decide who's next. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, it's literally like, I, my dad always told me like an eye for an eye will leave both people blind. And in this circumstance, I feel like there are, I mean, you could say people won, but you could say people lost because they came out with different, different like ideas and different like, okay, I did this the wrong way. Maybe I can be better the next time with how I put out my message, but also they lost because there was no need to really go at this right now in this circumstance in this mm-hmm. year month you didn't have to do yeah, that like that's a, it's like <clears throat> it's a battle that we really did not need it's like exactly. when we're all out we're all out protesting raising our signs um wanting wanting equality there did not need to be any type of diss track right now because that would have that's literally counterproductive in exactly. any shape or form it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive for equality. It's counterproductive for um, black women really wanting black men to understand how they feel and how they've been treated throughout history and why they're and why they're so upset now. It's just a lot of things that didn't need to happen. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, that. Um, oh, say so Terry had a question. Go so I'm telling you, he, he, wanted, he, he wanted our opinion on um, colorism in our community. Okay, uh, who asked that? Um, Peter. He said he's your friend from school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my friend. From, yeah, that's, that's, that's my friend from middle school. What's up, mm-hmm. Um, so colorism. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I was not hip to it until maybe high school because. I didn't grow up watching like live action, you know, stuff and things like that. I grew up watching cartoons and anime, which even when you look at anime, when they, whenever whenever they would portray black people, it would always be a darker skin. There was never light skinned black anime characters. Like in Naruto, uh, Dari was was was, was brown skin. Um, Mr. Popo Dragon Ball. Mr. Popo Dragon Ball. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you bring up Killer B. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kill the Bee, the Mikage, the entire Cloud Village. Yeah, but also, yeah, but, but also, like, when you look at anime, like, Afro Samurai or Samurai Champloo, like, they're, the, the black characters are, are the, are the darkest possible depiction of black people. So, more or less, and then even when I got to high school and started watching, like, Fresh Prince Bill Cosby Show, Mm-hmm. I still saw brown-skinned people in that show. Granted, there were a lot of light-skinned people, but especially in the Cosby show, like everyone in there is dark-skinned except for, for uh, Lisa Bonet. And then in, in Fresh Prince, it's a mix. It's a healthy mix. So I never really was hit to the fact that it was a problem until people started talking about it. And then that's when I saw it more happen, particularly in like Netflix, especially like mm-hmm. how like how they pick like the standard light skin, you know, loose curly hair for mm-hmm. any for any for, for, for any black character that they want to portray. And I do feel like, well, not feel like it's a fact, it's the residuals of um, of slavery because of how lighter skinned people were treated versus darker skinned people. Um but Honestly, it really depends on the type of character you see being portrayed in whatever media, in whatever media you're trying to push in terms of colorism. Like, if you see your brown character as a light-skinned, you know, Yarshahidi-looking type of girl, or in a, you know, uh, light-skinned dude or whatever, then fine, go at that. If you see it as the converse, then go ahead and and go ahead and do that too. And I just really feel like it, it depends on what um, on what they're trying to portray. I feel like the issue that happens a lot of time, especially in shows like Blackish and stuff like that, is that mm-hmm. they they portray black as a certain way and only as a certain way. Like in Blackish, none of those kids are dark except for Dre. And even Dre is like is Yeah, like Dre is kinda a like, lighter skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's the twins too, but even then, and then especially when you look at like Grownish and like the, that new show on Netflix, um, Black AF with Kenya Bears and all them, mm-hmm. like it's just straight mixed people. Like there's no type of diversity. Which, if which again to my point, that the, the purpose of that show, Black AF and Blackish, is to show the normal black family, which mm-hmm. if you only show them as as light skin that that then that in itself is colors because you're because you're choosing to focus on what is socially acceptable by society standards and by hollywood standards yeah like, i agree um, with that oh go ahead bro all right. all right so my take on it is i've i haven't experienced it personally but i've seen it really growing growing up because my family when we were little, we watched a lot of Tyler Perry movies before. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I know. I think. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> not ideal. I'm not ideal at all, yo. Right I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you know I was I was put through the ringer. It, 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 it hurt. But, mm. like, looking back at it now, it's like Tyler Perry movies. It's like that is what a lot. That's what is wrong 
with I feel like the black community as I see it now. I was just talking with my um with my cousins and my sisters about this is it's the fact that they have like the typical drama. It was, you know, light skin versus the light skins versus like the dark skins in the Tyler Perry movie. You would you would always have every time. No you would out you would always have like the light skinned woman be portrayed as, you know, this is like this is everything that, you know, you should inspire to be, this, that, and the third. And then on the other side of it, you literally had the black woman who came off as bitter, angry, um, rude, wanted to like come back into the fold and be like the quote unquote like home record, which is what honestly should I don't know what he was doing when he made Family Reunion and all the other um, Tyler Perry movies. Uh, and even going into the music industry or um, for music videos, you've literally, it was literally all light-skinned women. There was, I don't think, there, there the only dark skins was probably a Black Panther, to be honest. Yeah, there's, that, probably really. only, there's probably only one video. Yeah, yeah. There's one music video that I've probably seen that has featured a lot of like black women, but not like black women, like actually like dark skinned black women. Because, and that's the problem with like colorism is oh, you know, you're, you're, you're light skinned, you're not like black, black, you don't understand, but it's like wrong. It's like they may not get the same heat that a lot of dark-skinned African-Americans get, but they're still, they're still black regardless. And that's the divide that is colorism. But going back into it, yeah, there's been a lot more um, light-skinned women in the music industry, music videos, than dark black-skinned women. And you're right, Black Panther might have been the one that had a majority of like dark skinned cast. I don't think actually like other than the, I, the I don't think like us, fixed. um like get out, like those have mostly mainly black. Okay, yeah. Not even yeah. not even those, but like like when you go back to the nineties and like all those um uh John Singleton movies and all those fighting movies. Oh like, okay, yeah, I don't it, it was a healthy mix. It was a healthy mix, like uh, like juice, school days. It was, it was a healthy, it was a healthy mix, but it wasn't enough to help our generation still understand the fact that colorism hurts. It's like it wasn't enough to like really push that because also going back to it, like really like. Black women have literally been rejected because they're um, men are like, oh, you're too black for me, or I really don't like dark-skinned girls like that, or dark-skinned women like that. That's the and it's thing, the bro. fact that it's the fact that, bro, hold up, look, <clears throat> look where you came from. Are you really going to sit here and say, I can't see myself? with a dark-skinned woman when 
my mom is a black woman and my sister is the same complexion as me, you're really gonna sit there and be like, oh no, you're too dark, I don't like you, or you're, you have this personality that's linked with your, you being dark skin. It's like, no, bro, like, like colorism has hurt a lot of people, mm-hmm. but going back to it, it's literally, I feel like it's hurt black women the most because like at the end of it, they're black um black men that it's literally black woman at the bottom light skinned woman and then white woman. Which so baffling. It, yeah. It's crazy. Like how yeah, you dark skinned and it, hate other dark skins, bro? Like what like how you call a dark skin girl a cockroach? Nigga, you're a cockroach, bro. You're just, like, how you gonna call another dark skin person a cockroach, bro? You're just as dark it's, as them. It's, it's really the fact that oh, you're not you're not giving this you're not giving this woman a chance because she's dark skinned and that's something that bothers you. So I haven't experienced colorism, but I have seen the effects of colorism happen on a multitude of scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, Timmy got something uh, to say, bro? I'm gonna let Timmy go first before I go. Look, <laughs> man. I, I'm an African. No, but honestly, um, even like even in, in Africa too, they also have like colorism where it's like showing favor to one side. But I think that's where it comes with its own divide of its own, where it's like a community divides itself. And um, honestly, I don't really have much to say on this because I don't really know much about it. And it's not something that like, I experience. So I won't like give up on this when I don't really know much about it. That's why I haven't said anything. Fair, fair. I mean, me personally, like, I mean, of course, I've had I've had my jokes, you know, about light skins, but I mean, I've had jokes at me because being dark skin at the same time. So I mean, just her jokes, but I've never really been like, man, I surely got dark. I don't want to date her, like, bro, like, I don't. It never really made sense to me of being colorist. And of course, like, we've had the time, but like, you know, since Drake, so the light skin guys were being fetishized, and then all of a sudden, now dark skin guys are being fetishized. And I'm like, I, I guess, but I mean, it's it's still weird that we even choosing between what skin tone is is the basis of how you choosing a guy in the first place. It it feels kind of stupid to me. Just being colorist in general or hating your own kind this is self-hate in my opinion like i'm dark skin so why, why how am i gonna hate another dark skin person or a female it, it it never made sense to me how how that applied you know what i'm saying what josh that reminds me of a key and peel um skit when his like Barack Obama is going around like and shaking oh, people. Shaking the hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, he yeah. said, he said, afternoon, afternoon. <laughs> he was dabbing everybody, you know that that was so funny as heck. So, yeah, um, but it's like, like it's like those siege. Alright, I'm not saying like my last. It's like see. Jokes like that, I mean, it's like Kim Peel. It's like it's Kim Peel. It's like you already, you already know they're joking based off of like their, like their their brand. But it's like 
any random like any random Joe on like the street that would like make like jokes. It's like sure, but it's like when it's like people will laugh at it, but it's like when you get that cut from your barber and he asked you, "Is it good?" You're just gonna say. Oh yeah, it's good because like you don't want a problem. And you're kind of like up here. Here, you just gotta, you just gotta eat that. And I'm, I'm gonna just keep it, and then you go back home, and it's like it wasn't that good. It's like I feel like that's exactly what it is. Like you will take the some people can like take the jokes at like it's bad. It's like right like in front, and then it's like they'll it's like you'll laugh it off, but it's like. It's actual, it's like, it's actual damaging. It's like, people have been hurt by that. People have, like, forgotten how to really love who they are because of that. And representation often matters. That's why growing up, you really, it's like Barbies. It's like, I know so many people in my family who did not let their girls play with Barbies because they wanted something that represents them, that makes them feel better instead of just like, you know, you know playing I mean? with a Barbie that doesn't. And it's a and it's a lot that has to and that's and that's a lot that has to do with colorism is representation. It's like, alright, I don't see I don't see me in all of these movies. I don't see me in all of these music videos. And I don't see me with this with this particular person because he and it, I'm saying he because it's mostly he I don't really think that I mean I could be wrong I'm probably wrong but it's like, I don't feel like I've really seen like black women say oh no I don't want to date this black male because he's black I've I, I've never been I've never been witness I've never seen it's that like, in my like life few oh. it's like few that be like, I want a light skin, six five guy, you know. That that would oh. be doing that, but that's like a <laughs> that's, okay, that's like Twitter. Right. That's Twitter. It's like Twitter. When, Twitter it's, yeah. uh, all right, but it's like when black when when black men do it, like they like they cut open and then they put salt in the wound. It's like yeah, I've yeah. seen like I've like one of my friends got like rejected, but then it's like he was like and this is why and it's like you never had to you did never not have to have that. that yeah yeah for that you did not have to do that and it's and it's sad that we feel like we have to degrade black women especially those of darker skin just because they're like oh and we know no and it's like bro just no just if, if that's the case I really, really hope you do not have like a daughter with the same skin as your mom because you, I it's like if if that's how you are, then it's like what's the point? Mm-hmm. But I've also I've also noticed something like I feel I think someone brought it up I forgot who I'm not online but someone was like you know it could also be about how the relationship with like their mothers could have been you know like maybe like they didn't have a good experience with this black woman in general. So just like you know what, I just don't like black women at all. You know, like just playing like that was I mean, but like I see it in that sense. Yes, I mean yeah, I've seen that. But if you let, if you let that instance, and it's like I I under it's like I understand how 
traumatizing app can be, but if you let that dictate how you treat black women for the rest of your life, you're no better than that one white guy who had a problem with um with black um with black people in like fifth grade and then decided to be racist for the rest of his life right right you know yeah. like you're, you are no different from that you're no different i agree you gotta like yeah, it's nice. You gotta learn how to re-educate yourself so you don't just fall into running thought patterns. It's, it's, yeah, it's literally if if that's how you wanna like when we're when we're talking about breaking like generational curses, that should be a a, a large part for like the black community. It's like let that let that hatred go. Like whatever mm-hmm. whatever hatred you're feeling to one side, and I I, I want to say some deserve that hate. But at the same time, like God calls us to really forgive people because that's who he wants us to be because he's a for because he's a forgiving God and he's a merciful God. But it's like it's like if you if you got if someone raped my sister, I I don't think that I would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be yeah. hard. Be, yeah, it will, it, will, it will be hard. It's like, I feel like the main thing is like to forgive. And oh, just no, mm, to forgive but not forget. Mm. That's, but, that's something, Timmy? Oh, yeah. I think I was reading this book, um, The Purpose Driven Life, yesterday, and it said this If someone hurts you repeatedly, you're commanded by God to forgive them instantly. But you're not expected to trust them immediately, and you're not expected to continue allowing them hurt you. Yeah, that makes sense. Most people think most people think when God says forgive, it means become friends with them automatically. Like it's more like you can forgive them, but it doesn't mean you gotta be cool with them no more. But it also doesn't mean you gotta be like, yeah, we're all good again. Like, yeah, all the forgiveness is is it's forgiveness is not, um, it's not abstaining somebody from justice whatever kind of whatever kind of justice that may be that person will still be held accountable sent to jail you know whatever you know the bible says numerous times that the wicked will be held accountable for their actions mm-hmm. but what this allows you to do is it allows you to look beyond the pain the person may have caused and see them for the person that they are which everybody on this earth, alive or dead, was and is a child of God. It's just that those that are causing the pain have chosen again, like we're talking about with free will. They chose the they chose the world over the righteousness. And now they're being affected by it. Facts. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, P. Terry just so, said forgiveness is often a way for people to move on with their life. So you know. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Definitely true too. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to hold, you don't want to hold that with you for like the rest of your life. Like eventually, you have to, you know, confront and like forgive. But as you said, like don't forget. But yeah, it's kind of how um, reason why God will call us to forgive is so that when His judgment comes, we are mm-hmm. not righteous 
Christ's sight and we're not found told then you think back is when his judgment comes because he's such a just God and he sees that we're holding things in our heart it's like I'm sorry but I have to punish you too because you are not um, on my eyes as well for real for real for real um, so do y'all want to do this the last topic and then and then the fun topic or do you want to go straight to the fun topic what was the last topic? I forgot. It's a food debate. A uh, food debate? Go ahead, yeah. bro. Alright, so we're going to do the same game that we did last time where it's it's three gotta go and one gotta stay. So, pizza, burgers, tacos, or wings? Oh, what? What's the last one? Ooh, why do you gotta do this? Or what's, wings. Wings? So we gotta, we gotta, gotta go. Only one to stay. It's, you know, it's, it's pizza, burgers, tacos, or wings. I'm gonna keep wings to be honest. I ain't gonna hold you. It's unanimous. Wings gotta, wings gotta stay. We gotta stay, bro. Your man said burgers, bro. It's not because I'm black, okay? I just like. I shot. All right, let me tell you the story. Nah, screw it. I will live that stereotype. I love chicken, okay? I will live that stereotype to the day that I die. Chicken is all right. All right, all right, nah, nah, all right. No, the question, the question is, is a is a boneless wings or is it wings? Both. It could be. It could be the one. What? Yeah, it's still chicken, bro. P. Terry said burgers stay. What? He said burgers can be simple and be really fancy and intricate. Or my fault, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but it's like, but wings, but with wings, there is so much more variety in terms of so like, much variety, so much variety. Of the flavor and the sauces. Oh, yeah. And plus, like, you can get, I, you can get dry rub or or you can get it wet. Like there's so much variety. There's, That's facts. There's barbecue. There's lemon buffalo. You got pepper shots with pepper. You you can have habanero. Yo, Ooh. he he said boneless wings are chicken nuggets for man children. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is tragic. He <laughs> say butter oh, fries, man. <laughs> but they're good oh, and they're cheap. So, I mean, they're good, but it's like I gotta. It's like I'm not about to. No, no. He got a point. He got a point. Points were made but on like, that But like, because no, look, because because here's the thing. People often hate boneless wings because people call them boneless wings when really, when really. Nah, people call them chicken nuggets. <laughs> the exactly. chicken tenders. But, but think about it. It's 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 a chicken nugget with wing sauce. Let's go. You said chicken nugget with wing sauce, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah, this. So like, cool. Imagine you just say chicken nugget with wing sauce. <laughs> it's a nugget with, with wing sauce. Think about it. You, if you get a lemon a lemon and pepper wet boneless wing, mm-hmm. how how good would that be? I never said it on slap, but I mean, it's, still, it's just an extended chicken nugget, so I guess you could call it a chicken tender, really. <laughs> this is what boneless wings are. <laughs> I, I, I mean, again, points were made by John. Well, tell, tell me what? I said my life has been a lie. <laughs> 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 you got a chicken nugget. I'm like, dang, why didn't I? 
Why did I Wait, hold on. Did you, did you really think that, that, that they, they took the bone out the chicken and just gave it to you? Imagine just a, a, a shape of a wing with no bone in it, bro. That's, that's a little weird. Bro. Man, man, you. Come on, man. Think about it. Think about it. You live in, you live in Texas, huh? bro. You in Texas and you think? Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Tim, man. Come on. You should know better, son. <laughs> you should know better. Tell me, tell me what's really, tell me, tell me what's really, he's like, hmm, I wonder how they get the ball now, like, get out of here. <laughs> like, come on now, bro, come on now. <laughs> come on, man. Oh, at least know that, you're in Texas. Please, said, it's Yo. okay, Tim, I, I was the kid who thought hamburgers were made of ham. Bro, I tell you, as oh. a kid, <laughs> I was oh, like, no. I, I knew what chicken came from, <laughs> oh, and nah. then I would eat beef because I thought beef was a crop. And then it was until I was older that I found out that beef was cow. I was like, dang. Remember? What's next? Pizza being made on the food pyramid? <sighs> what? <laughs> you thought beef was a crop, bro? <laughs> I know good and well that you're not that you did not just say what I think you said. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> how did you know it was cow? You know chicken is called chicken, but cow is called <laughs> like who the fuck? Oh my gosh. Come Yo Come Come I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, first sense right? like it needs it needs to be slapped back into you. You, you lost it during quarantine. What was you eating as a child really? that you thought beef was a crop, bro? It's like, we gave you like a, a beef hot dog or something. You thought, man, this made like vegetables. Like, bro, you see, like, it's meat, bro. It's meat. You see the meat, bro. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Some people be thinking a hot dog from dog. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Out of curiosity, what did you think that like the beef plant looked like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they got beef patties back in Nigeria. <laughs> like what? I don't think I had that growing up because like my mom always chunked up like so it was like little chunks of meat. So I thought that's how they grew yeah, on the yeah. plant. Like, Hold on, wait. You, you African. And you don't... You African. We cook chicken, goat, all that. And you... Don't cook everything. No, Timmy. see, look. I, I don't think I ever saw someone cook. So I was like, hmm, maybe it's a crop. But it was when I grew older that I realized that it was... I was like, oh, shoot. I'm like, Damn. Do you think we, you think we grow cattle? You think we grow beef? Hey, yo. Homie, so if you plant beef in the ground, bro, it grows into a beef tree. <laughs> you pick the beef off the tree, bro, to make food off it, bro. <laughs> Think about it. What? Ah, oh, my God. This clip is going up on my Instagram. I'm sorry. You got to repent for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a video of of Peta like 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 filming a beef factory so you can see where it comes from. <laughs> For some reassurance. <laughs> For some reassurance. I think this. I think this was worse than your wings comment, Timmy. I'm sorry. Hold on. What do you say about? Oh, the bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
we had like a whole fight about party. that. And, uh, we, had, we had a whole fight about that during like, one of our ENC nights. Oh, one of our, oh yeah, one of our ENC nights. It because was a whole brew. It was, it, was, it was me, it was me, Josh, and uh, Danny, and Nozomi, I think. <clears throat> and then Josh said that McDonald's and Lauren, but Josh said this, and I want to hear your opinion. Josh said that that um, McDonald's nuggets taste the same as Chick Fil A nuggets. I never said that. Yes, you did because Danny Danny asked you to compare McDonald's and Chick Fil A nuggets, and you said they're the same thing. I got the video on my phone. All right, oh, okay. I did not say they taste the same. The that is same. You, no. you said they're the same thing. But no, but I said I said they are the same thing. I meant the physical structure is the same thing. Not no, the same. Bro, me saying they're the same thing does not oh, does not equate to the taste is the same thing. It is not that at all. No. If I I ever say that Chick Fil A tastes the same as McDonald's? The end. Me. I gotta slide you. <laughs> I, I have to I slide you. Say, Real. I'll take you to God early. <laughs> I did not say it. I'm about to say Burger King and McDonald's are like the same. I'm like, where you been going to? Like, <laughs> so I would, I would have to, be, I would have to be a fool to say they taste the same. Oh, no, no sir. Burger, Burger King is disgusting. I'll say. All, all I'm saying is they used to be better. Oh, they got worse over time. <laughs> yeah, Burger King is disgusting. Burger King is it? They locked me after they tried to be an experimental with um, but what's it called? It was the, the fries? It, not even the bro, the mac, no the mac and Cheetos. Huh? Never heard about that's, that. No, no that, but the mac and Cheetos. That sounds, that sounds disgusting. That no, mac and Cheetos. Was, hold on. Oh, it was all right. It was deep fried mac and cheese, and on the outside, it was There's, Cheeto crust. It was Cheeto dust. So it was like Cheeto, but macaroni and cheese on the inside. Yo, what is that? That is the most. Yo, what, yo? That, that is some. That's some Black Force energy. I'm, I'm they sorry. They got a box. Got <laughs> the fire. They got a box. But what? Yo, you searching up right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Don't get this. Fire, Tell them what's You said they slept. That looks nasty. I'm hot. That looks so nasty. Peace said they're a fire, bro. Oh shoot. Bro, that's a heart attack waiting to happen. And while you're at it, look up the Whopperito. Not the Whopperito, bro. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It was a Whopper. Like, you know the Burger King Whopper? Uh-huh. In a burrito? In a burrito. Crying. Exactly. It's that's, just a, it's just a beef burrito, Nick. All right, whatever, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beef burrito. What are y'all talking about Whopperito, bro? What is that? It's really a Whopper form. Like, that just didn't need Hey, yo, P-Tay said the mac and cheese were fire, bro. In capital letters. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, yeah. like, what it tastes like, but obviously, it's something. That's, that's disgusting. I could never. 
They out of pocket. Oh, no. He wants to say the Whopperito looks foul, but the Mac and Cheetos look fire. All right. <laughs> it's like, I guess. Okay. I say, that's a, that's a selective choices you got there, bro. A fun fact. If, if you go on, on Chick fil A's secret menu, they have a, a blueberry milkshake. Oh, blue. You know what? Oh. Have I been the only place that really didn't like blueberries like that? No. Like, bl- 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 blueberries were too sweet. You said you don't like blueberries like that? No, not really, in my, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Now, here's the thing with berries is you get, it's, there are two ends of the op of like the spectrum it's like you can either have it the berry that you have is very good or is very bad and sour it's like you can have a you can have a very juicy sweet grape then you can bite into another grape and it's like mm, this this ain't it just like strawberries just like blueberries just like raspberries and it's like and blueberries it's like Come on, if you're gonna be consistent, nature, at least be consistent. I can't be having to like, I, I can't be picking and choosing like it's one of them jelly bean bags where I get a different flavor each time. So yeah, I've had some bad strawberries, bro. I'm like, hold on, this ain't how it's supposed to taste. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like you just gave me this fire strawberry uh, like a second ago, and the next strawberry is something foul. Nah, try again. Oh no. <laughs> I bit into a apple one day when I was in high school during lunch. First of all, lunch in high school was disgusting. Like, yes, black sir. Trash. Doodle butter. Right. It was trash. But, but I, I bit into an apple and there was a worm in the middle of the apple. And I Ooh, not a worm. Oh. I'd sue. I'd sue. That, yo, nah. Instant lawsuit right now. I mean, I was. I mean, I was. I was also a senior, and it was like a, it was, it was like a, a, a week, week before I graduated. So I was like, yeah, I don't anymore. That's a setup. That is a setup. <laughs> I never see something. I never see something more inconsistent than school lunches, bro. Like they can have that one good lunch that one week, bro, and then the rest of the weeks is pure, pure garbage. Bro. It's like, yo, where's right. the consistent effort, bro? Fact <laughs> is. At one of my schools when I was in elementary, like the hot dogs, if you threw them on the ground, they will bounce back up to you. Y'all playing basketball <laughs> with hot dogs, yo? Like literally, like lunch, like hot dogs in lunch school is actually disgusting. It's like you were literally eating rubber. See, now look, here's what's trifling. The chicken was bad too. The only thing that was good was the curly fries. That's the only thing that was good. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing with this track, bro. I went to I went to private school from like from like middle to high school. And it was still nasty. And like, you know, there obviously there aren't a lot of black people at my at those schools. So they used to be giving us baked chicken with like salt and pepper. Oh no! Like no! Oh no! Like no! You know you gotta bring your own. You gotta bring your own sazon season. We gotta your own adobe. Yo, Teme. Okay, <laughs> one time my one time my high school tried to make jollof rice. And guess what they Yikes. put in it? Raisins. What do they put in it? 
Raisin. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's outlawed. Hold up. What's their number? Call them up. <laughs> I think I, they got to stand trial for that crime. Raisins? Ooh, I, I, look. Raisins? I, my mom, I, was, <laughs> I came back home and told my mom, she like took so much pity on me. Oh, bro, you ever try to get those fake Jamaican beef patties, bro? You know how much my feelings nah, were hurt when I, I ate a bit of Jamaican beef patty for my school lunch, yo? <laughs> like, nah, yo. Like, that meat wasn't even... It didn't taste like real meat, bro. I don't know what I was eating, bro. It, was, nah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a beef patty, bro. It was just a patty with some, with some weird in it, bro. My soul was hurting that day. Nah, I'm sorry. Uh, day, I'm sorry. They gotta, they gotta stand trial for some war crimes. Report them to the UN. Oh, my like, anyway. What are you trying to... Like, tell me, what are you trying to say? trying to talk for a minute. Oh, man. I said that happened to me in UK. Like with uh, uh, the whole Jalof Rice thing. They put raisins in Jalof Rice in UK? Yeah. Yo, I'm, throw the whole country crazy. away, bro. Raisins, not raisins. <laughs> no, I, I, I swear, I, I have never felt more disrespected <laughs> for my for my African heritage than I have. <laughs> raisins. Raisins, bro. What's with the Caucasian group with raisins, bro? You know, why do you need raisins in everything, bro? Like, leave it alone. Like, raisins in your casseroles, bro. Raisins in your rice, bro. Like, stop with the raisins. Oh, I will go, go right to the I would go right to the principal, and I was like, I'm being bullied. This is bullying, That's bullying, bro. Straight bullying. Now, what's bullying is at my school lunch in elementary school, we will bite into the hot chicken and some of it will be raw. That, yep, that, that happened to me too. That's we had a kid, uh, we had a kid um, get food poisoning from that one year. How you cook raw chicken, bro? Chicken should be easy to make, yo. Chicken's not that hard. You know how to make chicken? You know how to make chicken? It's the same. You know how to make chicken? But they don't know how to make that. It's, it, it'd be the same type of people that put raisins in potato salad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got a dude. You got a dude in the back named Zachary who's putting salt and pepper on the chicken. <laughs> gotta have the, the black gender come yeah, in and add a little something. Don't something don't <laughs> stop! Stop! Don't like that. <laughs> so, hey, yo, yo, look over there. And his white hand just turn away, yo. Sprinkle like five things of salt. I'm like, this isn't chicken. This isn't chicken at all. Bro, just keep it in the fryer until it says okay. The lunch no. isn't that difficult to make. It's oh, mama's, yo. And then Michelle Obama hey, came through. I said, let's be healthy, and it made it even worse. I said, all right, sis. Let's throw a whole lunch. Oh, Michelle Obama? Yeah. yeah. Yo, my, when she came into office, I was in my last year of elementary school, and they had, like, you know, Welch's fruit snacks. They had cookies, brownies, uh, pizza, like, all that. So then tell me why why I could come to school one day, and they're giving us, like, like gluten-free stir-fry. I'm like, like no gluten free stuff. Again, bro. again, no seasoning. Again, no seasoning. But this I, point, I didn't say I healthy. Feel but like... I, didn't, I didn't say healthy of no seasoning, bro. Like they didn't say no taste. They said just healthy. I feel, <laughs> I feel like elementary school lunches were anti-black. 
Who Y'all remember that? like those um those those like grilled cheeses that came in like those orange and white packs? Oh yep. yes. Yep, I know about that. that. Had, all that processed cheese up in it. Had, that yeah, whole were, grain were, bread, bro. That dirty uh, really, whole grain bread. Uh, we're really talking about that. Let's talk about them um what was it called? It was those smuckers PB and J sandwiches that you had when you didn't have money for lunch. Hey, talk about it. The schmuck is out. of the earth. Mm-hmm. It was one time that I forgot my lunch money or that I ran out of money on my lunch um, student card. Oh. I made sure that never happened again. I went hungry though. I went hungry when that happened one time. I'd rather, Damn. bro, I'd rather. Look, come on. Come on, Paris, pay for my. Because my parents uh, paid for my lunch back then, but mm. it was like, <clears throat> but, but there was like one day where my car wasn't working or something like that. So the, the only option was the Smokers grilled cheese or the Smokers PB and J. I just went hungry. <laughs> I feel like the schools put more effort into breakfasts than lunch. Well, but for me, uh, bro, I, the, honestly, them lunches. I mean, them breakfasts. If you go to a school that has breakfast. Yo, they Yo breakfast! Yes. Bro, I, bro, I've had some good um, cheese bro. I'm like... Bro, I went to... um In seventh grade, when I went to a private school, yo, breakfast, we had tater tots, bacon, pancakes. Mm. We, had, we had yogurt parfaits. And we had the chance for a slice of cake. Like, there was... Never, there was never with them breakfasts. They legit popped off with those breakfasts. I was eating like a king that year. Yeah, I had the French toast sticks when I was in elementary school. In eighth grade, I went back to District 12. Slap. Stories are awesome. Mm, I miss that, man. And then I go to high school, and then it's like four kinds of Cheerios. I'm like, okay. It's like y'all got little oh, packs of nah. Cheerios, bro. It's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> they got the little nah, cornflakes. Are you, bro? Now we have the exact same now. You ever go into um, you ever go into the dining halls and just have like um uh, some Cheerios or some cereal? Because the, yes, the food was trash. Yes, it's like, yes, man, sir. forget it. Then I'll start some loops. I am. I literally walked there into had- our dining hall, looked around, and was like, "What is this for dinner?" Lily got a bowl, has some milk, and 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 Lily's like, "Bro, what is this?" But is this? the Morgan dream. Hall, but the Morgan Hall wings though. Every Wednesday, that was the only that was the only saving grace. The Slash. pizza trash. Pizza was trash. Uh, what's it was it good called? Sometimes. It was good. The salad bar. Hit sometimes. Um, yeah, J and H, greatest pizza. They had the best. Greatest pizza. pizza. Greatest pizza. That's fast. Like literally, but the wings, the wings were beautiful. I cried. The I had the spice. I had the buffalo wings. Ah, uh, they were a gift. They were so good. Hey, yo, tell me, other than the yeah. the, the terrible jollof rice, what did you eat in UK, bro? I know you got some more food over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we need to pull out a list. All right, give us some. Give us some. <laughs> uh, let me see. What, what did I eat? Honestly, I can't remember. 
I can't remember that. I'll probably have to think about it. Because, like, a lot of times I didn't eat in this place. I'll just walk uh, in. Like, yeah. It's serving me, like, soup and rice and uh, on season. Like, they literally had people that come into, like, the halls. And they have, like, this whole, like, garnishing of seasoning. And it's like, all right, man. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this food that they made by myself. Like, hey, that's a small idea. I'm gonna start doing that. I got so you I got so used to the food, the bland food, that when I went back home and I ate spicy food, bro, my tummy it hurt. I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> It's coming to became gentrified, but yeah, gentrified. That is the system. And then came over some blackness, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about about us, though. Tenno was eating that cabbage soup from that Charlie Bucket was eating in Charlie the Chocolate Factory. That's what he was eating. Oh no! Oh no! And then, and then for extra thigh, they fed him some. Chef boy, if you don't do this yourself, but here's the thing though about us we black, black folks never have to measure our seasoning, we just like we just know the spirits of our ancestors just, know. just control our hands when we season. Like, it's, it's, it's perfect every time. You took that from a meme, and I hate you. Give credit to the school. Nah, bro. I was well, actually nope. thinking about this. I'm like, why, why, why is it that when I cook, I know the exact amount to add? That's what I'm saying. It's like forget, forget the measuring cup. Throw it out the window. It's because your ancestors are holding your hand. <laughs> They're right next to you. What I'm saying, like, like, like the old day, the Lowry's. Uh huh. Oh. Yes, sir. We just know, man. We just know. Yo, this someone said only good for the UK is the shit they stole from the Cal- colonies. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? Let me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got two, but we know. <laughs> That's tough. And on that note, <laughs> that on, is on, on, and on that note. We've been going for like three hours, so I feel like it's it's a good oh, time well, to, yeah. to end. physical time to end it here. Um, thank you all so much for watching episode two yes, of the Men of God podcast. Thank you all for coming. Next, thank you all for coming. Next, next episode coming at you hot in two weeks. Yeah, probably and two weeks. Y'all, st- yeah, probably two weeks. Just to let just yeah, to let more news come in. But you know, everybody, stay blessed, stay well. Love everybody. Love your mom. Thank you for coming. Black women all years. Facts. Protect black women all years. Protect them all years. Your mama's black. Your mama black. Your auntie black. Your cousin black. Your black. Your cousin black. Your niece black. Your grandma black. Y'all black, yo. Come on now. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, 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 y'all. Anyway, y'all be good. Stay easy. Y'all be easy, yo. Be safe, yo. I love you.